everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of TGN. John Krasinski has done an incredible job over the past number of weeks celebrating the fact that there is some good news here in this world. But I thought it would be important for us to remember that there isn't just some good news. We get to celebrate the good news. And the good news is that Jesus is king. He is in control. He is in charge. He wasn't just an amazing man who taught us life-changing, world-changing things. He wasn't just somebody who loved people and sacrificed himself for others. He is in control. He is in charge. He cannot be impeached. He cannot be overthrown. He will not retire. Jesus is king. This is not a, a political statement. It has nothing to do with, with previous leadership or current leadership or, or future leadership. Regardless of what's happening in the world, Jesus is king, and that is good news. So we are going to start today by celebrating some good news here and around Mountain Park. A couple weeks ago, we informed you about a place called Andre House that serves homeless people here in Phoenix. They were running low on supplies because of the pandemic, and so we jumped in to help, and you all did an amazing job. For example, Joey and his mom recently got their windshield replaced, and they got $150 cash back. So they decided to cash that check, go to the grocery store, and spend all of that money on filling the supplies for the Andre house. It was awesome. Also related to that story, Tracy Laddie, who serves in our yoga ministry, she decided that that the donors who were coming to drop things off need to be appreciated for what they're doing. So she spent all day just cheering them on and celebrating them. Lexi Flack spearheaded a plan with her mom to make these custom masks for people. They admitted that they're not really very good at sewing, but I think they did a pretty good job, don't you? They said that the greatest part of the experience was that they would drop masks off at people's homes and then pray for them after they left the home. Great job, Lexi and family. Finally, I want to celebrate that our marriage ministry is continuing to happen during this uh, pandemic time because of great leaders and great volunteers who are continuing the program online. One couple that is participating in the marriage ministry called Reengage said that their participation was not just a marriage saver, but it was a lifesaver because they have decided not to kill each other. I think we can agree that that's good news. A lot of great things are happening in the name of Jesus, the King. At this time, I want to check the weather with ABC 15 Chief Meteorologist Amber Sullins. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Thank you, Amber. We are now going to dive into the topic for today, celebrating the fact that Jesus is King. And to get started with that, I want to check in with our Florida correspondent. He's a friend of mine and a former pastor here at Mountain Park. Hey, everybody. It's Marshall Hall. Marsh, say hi hey. to everybody. How's it going, Mountain Park? Good to see you. Or, you know, good to be with you. Yeah, good to be seen partially yes. by you. Okay. So uh, where are you? What, what is your background there? Uh, this is one of those screens, kind of like uh, 
that you see in Florida. Everybody has them. Everybody, everybody's got one down here. Um, do you have one, uh, Alan, is it? Yeah, my name's Alan, yeah. Yep. And I do not have one of those screens uh, because we don't have, what, what do they, do they protect you from alligators or? Uh, <laughs> I don't think they actually protect you from alligators. Um, I think it's mostly leaves and bugs. Leaves and yeah. bugs. Yeah. Leaves can be pretty scary. <laughs> well, they're terrifying. They're terrifying. Terrifying. And they don't protect you from hurricanes either. Right. It's really, right. yeah. We don't get a lot of hurricanes here. Yeah. Right. Because you, yeah. Yeah. So, Marsh, the topic for this episode one mm -hmm. of TGN it is, is, uh, is Jesus is King. All right. So, so this is what we, this is the, this is really the good news. The fact that Jesus is in charge. Jesus is King. For so sure. what, what do you, what do you think about that? Would you wear a t-shirt that says Jesus is King to Presley's uh, dance recital or piano ah. recital or something? You're in okay. public. Would you wear a shirt that says Jesus is King? Okay. Presley, my oldest daughter, um, would I wear a Jesus is King t-shirt to her recital? Mm -hmm. I have 80s baggage uh, when I think about that. Okay. I remember being in high school, and do you remember the um, worship wear or the witness wear yes. from the 80s? I remember uh, a friend of mine, Casey Wallace, and Casey, if you're watching this, hey man, and I'm about to rag on your shirt, but you would wear this shirt, and it said, it looked like a Budweiser can, but it said, God's wiser, King of Kings. And um, so I always thought that's, that's really horrible, Casey. And so, so what's your guess is the number of people who came to Christ through that shirt design? <laughs> it's gotta be low. Gotta be low. It is zero. And so my instant thought is, um, I don't think it extends a hand across the aisle. That's so, so my, my 80s baggage says, um, invite people, and that's not inviting. But um, maybe I'm wrong there. So that's what my, about, that's what, about, what about now? It's not a, it's not a, a Budweiser shirt. It just, mm -hmm. we're celebrating or we're saying to the world, Jesus is king. Yeah. Boy, if I got the opportunity to have a conversation with somebody, then, boy, I'm all in. I'm all in. We're not talking about the, the work of a t-shirt here. We're talking about Jesus and his kingship. And it would be great to have an opportunity to tell somebody there is a person that dotted the sky with stars. There is a being that hung the planets and the moon. And we call, and we call him king. And he is the king of the universe, of everything. The cool thing about this king that did all of that big stuff is he's near. And I would love to have that kind of nearness conversation with somebody. Outstanding. Marsh, thank you for being our Florida correspondent. We, My pleasure. We might check in with you another time. So good to be with you. Good to see you. And, good to see uh, you, too. Talk to you later, man. Peace. Peace. Indeed, Jesus is king, whether or not we are willing to wear a shirt advertising that fact. 
Today I want to take a look at a story of Jesus recorded in the book of Luke where he declares himself to be king. It's a remarkable story because he isn't chosen by a group of people. He isn't elected. He doesn't overthrow the previous king. He simply makes the announcement that he is the king. In order to help me with this great story found in Luke chapter 4, I'm going to seek the help of a friend of mine named Hallie. Hi, Hallie. Hi. Good to see you. Welcome to TGN. We are so glad that you are with us and you are going to read scripture with us, right? Yes. Fantastic. We're reading from Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through 21. Go ahead. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today the scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Do you get this? Is an amazing verse that you just read. This is Jesus telling them all who he is. Have you ever seen the movie Iron Man? Um, no. No. Well, it's, it's a good movie. And some day you 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 might want to uh, see that have do you have another superhero that you like who's your favorite superhero um supergirl supergirl great okay does supergirl have i'm not all that familiar with supergirl does she have a secret identity yeah she's a news reporter and her name is kara her, her she's a news reporter and her name is carla okay it would be like carla gathering a group of people and, and, and everyone sees her as Carla, and she just says, I'm Supergirl. I'm, I'm not just Carla, I'm Supergirl. Could you imagine that happening on the show? No. Has that ever happened on the show? No. No, but this is what Jesus is doing. He's reading these words, and he's saying, I am the Messiah. I am the King. I am the, this one who is, uh, that you've been uh, reading about for a long time. It's, it's an amazing verse. Thank you so much for reading it, Hallie. Hey, would you do one more thing for me? Would you say, nice and clear, nice and loud, would you say, the Messiah, okay? The Messiah. Just look into the thing and say clearly, the Messiah. The Messiah. Excellent. Okay, I'm going to use that later on. But for now... I'm going to sign off with you, Hallie. Thanks so much for doing this. And I'm going to invite you to do what I like to do on video. And it's, 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 I just want you to take your hands, put your hands up in front of you, and then look at, look at the, the camera. And then when you're ready, you just go snap. I won't do it because I'll disappear. But whenever you're ready, you just go snap, okay? Okay. Okay. That's amazing. Bye, Hallie. Bye. I'm so excited for Hallie because she has the Iron Man experience in her future. <laughs>
most of us know the end of that great movie. Tony Stark is making a public statement and he's supposed to be very careful and read the information on the cards in front of him. Uh, but instead he says, I am Iron Man. Oh my goodness. And the people go crazy and the cameras flash and people are talking and gibber. And then it goes into the, the, the great big music at the end of the song. And, and, and the mighty Marvel Cinematic Universe begins, which has done quite well, I might add. But this story in Luke chapter four is exactly that. Jesus is simply a rabbi. He's one of many rabbis and he goes up to read from the scroll of Isaiah in the synagogue and at the end, he says, I am the Messiah. They just go crazy. They go berserk. Here's what happens. Luke chapter four, verse, verses 28 through 29. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of the town and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. They were appalled. They didn't debate it. They didn't discuss it. They didn't believe it for a nanosecond. In the words of Dwight Schrute, they thought that this Jesus guy was simply and absolutely false. So what's your response to this? I mean, what is your initial, perhaps even involuntary response to the idea that Jesus is king? Is it positive? Is it, yes, fantastic. that is the good news. Is it negative? Perhaps, no, that's, that's what makes Christians so ignorant and arrogant. They believe their Jesus is actually in charge over everything. Or maybe it's indifference, that your response is just, I don't know, or I don't care. Maybe you don't know how to respond to, to this idea, this, this good news that Jesus is king. I mean, what does this really mean? Jesus himself, he says, he's been sent to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. What does that mean? You ever feel as if some part of your life is out of control? You can't stop playing, you can't stop watching, you can't stop eating, you can't stop the twitches that you experience when your parents call, you can't stop the anger that stirs up inside of you when you're driving, it just catches you and surprises you. You can't stop the anxiety that stirs up inside of you about not having a job right now, about the possibility of losing your job, about the expectations in the job that you do have. You have some part of your life that remains a secret, something that remains in the dark and you want to keep it there, but you know it needs to come out in the light. Do you have any part of your life that is a consistent struggle like that? Is this sin? These tendencies inside of us, these leanings, this this magnetic attraction towards these things over and over again? Is this sin? No. This, these are indicators that something inside us is broken and in need of healing. We are all broken and Jesus the King has come to heal that brokenness. Jesus did not come to rule. 
to bring power over the people. That's what the Jewish people were expecting and hoping for. That's why they responded so negatively in the synagogue. They looked at this poor carpenter and said, you can't be the Messiah. No way, absolutely not. You are not the Messiah. Jesus didn't come as the king that they were expecting. He came to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. He came to recover sight to the blind to set the oppressed free. And that's exactly what he did. In chapter nine, he, he uh, encounters a boy who is possessed by demons and he's convulsing on the ground and he is, he is set free from the demons that are enslaving him. In chapter 18, he literally recovers sight to a blind man. In chapter five, he... Um, he forgives and then heals a man who is brought into Jesus on a mat by those who are caring for this man. And Jesus, Jesus not only uh, 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 heals him, but also forgives him. He is, an, he is an oppressed man who is set free. Jesus didn't do all of these miracles because he was showing how powerful he was. He was showing that the words from Isaiah from long ago are fulfilled in him. He came to, to, to bring freedom to the prisoners, to those, who are, to those of us who are enchained by our habits, by our ongoing bad decisions, by our addictions, by those tendencies. He came to recover sight to the blind, to those of us who can't see that our actions are hurting ourselves and they're hurting those we love and those we care about. He came to set the oppressed free. He, he didn't just come to, to give us a list of things don't do. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. He came to release us, to set us free, to be the men and women that he has designed us to be. Essentially, this rabbi stood in front of the synagogue in Luke chapter 4, and he proclaimed to all the people. The truth is, I am the Messiah. I am the Messiah, Jesus says. I am the King. And it blew their mind. Maybe some of you don't connect with the words from Luke chapter 4. You don't feel like you are imprisoned. You don't feel that you are blind. You don't feel like you are an oppressed person. That, 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 that's fine. You can set those words aside. I just want to close by reminding you and hoping that you cling to the, to the real core of this, of this section and, and really the good news, that Jesus is king. He is and forever will be in charge. He can never be impeached, never be overthrown. He will never retire. He is always in control. No matter what craziness the world throws at us, whatever kind of change that the world throws at us, Jesus is king. So this week, if you start to wonder, if you start to feel lonely, if you start to question, if you start to doubt, if you just feel like life is, is getting derailed in whatever way, just hang on to the reality that Jesus is king. He's in control. He is in charge. I want to wrap up by once again congratulating the graduates of 2020. You guys are in a class all of your own. I know it wasn't the year that you hoped it was going to be, but your class of 2020 will be remembered forever. 
And that's, a, that's good news. That's good stuff. I hope you have a terrific week. All of you have a, a, a terrific week that is filled with good news. All right, we are out of here. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.